0: But finally, uh, Brian, a story of uh, Mercedes.
1: Well, David, we were just talking about interacting, weren't we? Interacting mm. with uh, with freight. And, and this is a story about interacting with a brand. Now, Mercedes-Benz is opening its branded Mercedes me store in Australia. Now, it's got a couple of them, uh, a few of them in other countries. It's got, uh, you know, one in Milan, for example, Hong Kong. So there are some few. There's, there's uh, Hamburg and Tokyo... They're a Mercedes Meat brand stores. Now it's it's quite unclear what these are, but they they say that they're a space in which you might want to interact with the Mercedes brand, and uh, it, it, a it,
2: place- it's a it's basically a coffee shop with a bunch of Mercedes it's, parked around yes. in it.
1: I, I, I envisage it a bit like an airline club lounge, but it's open to the public. But it's a place you can get coffee and food it reflects apparently the city's vibe and, and you know they're quite different in each city the the Milan one is very fashion focused apparently but um, the idea within six months is going to be uh, one of these in Melbourne in, in the Rialto Tower at 101 Collins Street it's going to occupy two floors of the building and it'll it may have a couple of cars in there but they say it may not as well they may be able to refocus the space for different uses now in trying to understand what they mean by this, it's, you don't have to be a Mercedes-Benz owner to go to the Mercedes me store. It's not entirely clear whether you need to go there to buy a car or whether you just um, want to have a wander around. But, but this idea that, that they say it's a space or a way for people you want to interact with your brand. Now how do you interact with a brand? I suppose you either buy the car or not or you ride in it in some way. But the other thing is they they're creating kind of a it appears like a safe space. So if you want to kind of explore Mercedes-Benz in in sort of a safe area where you might not be asked to buy or something, I suppose this is it. They they refer if you've for people who may never have considered either purchasing or interacting with the Mercedes-Benz brand, they'll be able to do it in a space that's non-intrusive to their lifestyle or their buying patterns or whatever it may be. What is this place? Is it a cult? I mean, seriously, you go in there, they, they give you some purple tracksuit pants and some trainers. Uh, you know, they, they do a, a psychology test. or, a, or a,
0: What is going on there? There's a secret handshake. That you've got to do. <laughs> yes, yes. you got to pass I'm the I'm a Inc. little nervous and disturbed first. by it. What is it? We interviewed the guy from Mercedes, and it's in uh, one of the programs that uh, about this, and he said, Oh, it's going to be wonderful, David, but I think it was a little bit tamming it up. Look, what's happening now, and Subaru are well, doing it, is they're putting their cars in major shopping centers. And uh, yeah, yep. th- they've just said five hundred thousand people walked past these uh, in a three-month trial period, and fourteen thousand stopped and had a talk.
1: But it's been done before, David, isn't it? It's your, your building, your credit union, or building society would have a raffle, wouldn't they? Would they were well, those raffles where you you could oh, win yes. a car and a house and all those things? It's been done before. When I see a car in a shopping centre, I assume it's I assume they're selling raffle tickets for it. And yes. so you avoid it. <laughs> yes.
0: I gave it the office.
1: I mean, is that interacting with the brand, though?
0: I think what's happening is that typical television and, uh, and, and typical media newspapers are declining in their impact. And the whole issue now is not just very clever, expensive thrust of communication. It's trying to get the brand and the image and the, the presence more ubiquitously, more you know, in places where you hang out rather than where you necessarily go to to buy a vehicle. And so we're doing it in, in a whole pile, of, of course, social media. That's happening more and more. The Subaru is talking about that very much as well.
1: Well, MG Garage has done this, haven't they, With a, ah, you know yes. quite cleverly, didn't they? They mm. they turned it into a kind of a destination, a lifestyle-style destination.
0: Yes. Yeah. They, well,
1: X, the motorbike people do the same thing. You see all these people in Deus Ex t-shirts, and I suspect they sell a lot more t-shirts than they sell motorbikes. Mm. Mm.
2: I was in a shopping centre in Jakarta, of all places, and there was a McLaren shop. <laughs> in one of the, in, like the in, shelves. You
1: know... They have them on the shelf today. <laughs> yeah.
2: They did,
0: Very large trolley. Was it on the street?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was inside the centre. You had to go inside the shop, the shopping centre and there's a McLaren shop of all things. So, yes, I guess um, I'm, I'm assuming that you will be able to buy a car in this place if you want to. I uh, No, no, I don't think that's right. Or at least talk to someone about someone. Well, you'll get a account. link to
0: somebody, I think. It right. will be a, a pass-on link.
1: Oh, God, David, will it be one of those places where when you walk in, there's a person with an iPad who walks up to you and asks you what you're looking for and they, you know, communicate with somebody else by iPad in the store very close to them? Is it something like that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll call you.
0: <laughs> Just give me your email address, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, they could, of course, also sell sell merchandising. And you were talking, Errol, about McLaren, and that's got a, an image. Of course, Manchester United is a classic of that—that that you can buy their shirts and that, which they change every year, so you buy a new one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, Ferrari has been doing this for a while. You can buy oh, a yeah. Ferrari, a laptop, of all things.
0: Well, you can buy a Ferrari watch for a mere eleven or more thousand hmm. dollars. Sorry, Brian, were you going to say something? I. I
1: was going to say, I suppose when you were interviewing the person from Mercedes, you potentially were interacting with the brand. <laughs> so I, I think this, this piece of string can be as long as you wish it to be.
0: Okay.
1: But I guess, yeah, I, just, uh, I, I may go to Melbourne just to look at this in yeah. six months' time and, and see what it is and and report back if you hear from me again.
0: Oh, and well, you'll drive back,
2: won't you? <laughs>
1: I may report back about how amazing Mercedes are without really knowing why.
2: After you've been converted, yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Darling, it was wonderful. Yeah, it's like fashion, really, isn't it? The other thing Mercedes are doing is that they're sort of linking you to much more lifestyle sort of stuff. So if you have an electric vehicle, they'll link you to companies that might help you get solar power or batteries so that you can integrate that car into your everyday life but of course and we mentioned at bmw doing their data bank sort of stuff where they will do these sort of unusual links but are more lifestyle links but which really embed the car company into your more frequent activities not just i will buy a car every five years to your life
2: yes yes yeah, yeah, it's still still sounding a bit like a cult, David. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, believe
0: me, I I have the wisdom. All right, gentlemen, that is uh, wonderful. Thank you very much for your time. There is David. You're welcome, David. Brian Smith and Errol Smith, and we were talking some unusual stories in this uh, unusual world of as it evolves of motoring and transport.